Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another inspiring episode of The Road to Rediscovery. Thank you so much for all your love and support. Thanks to you, The Road to Rediscovery has become a five-star podcast on iTunes. So please, keep those reviews and comments coming. But more importantly, if there's a special person weighing on your heart who you think needs to know that they're not alone in their time of struggle and despair, please share this podcast with them. We as people have all different journeys. Like snowflakes, no two are alike. With that said, everyone's road has obstacles, rough patches, and dark spots. In fact, that's a guarantee in everyone's journey. Today's guest, of course, is no exception. In 2010, he suffered a severe head injury when hit by a car while on holiday with his girlfriend in the Dominican Republic. Tragically, his girlfriend was killed instantly while Ben fell into a coma at the mercy of third world hospital care. When Ben came out of his coma, he defied the doctor's prognosis, determined to live the life he intended, including running a marathon, receiving his second master's degree, and writing a book based on his journey called Ben Again. He's had an incredible journey, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome Mr. Ben Clinch. Ben, thank you so much for joining us here on the Road to Rediscovery, man. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. The the honor is the honor is ours. Now, Ben, I understand details following the accident may be kind of fuzzy for you or maybe non-existent. Uh, but can you please describe for us your surroundings as you as you perceived it uh, when when you when you had some awareness of your surroundings? Were you still in the Dominican Republic or were you back in the UK? No, amazingly, um, well, I got £10 insurance just before I went because I was going to visit my girlfriend who was working for the UN in Haiti. And uh, Mm -hmm. I got really annoyed by my parents saying to me, you know, you've got to have insurance, you've got to get insurance. I looked, I looked <laughs> everywhere, and all the insurance didn't cover kidnap insurance, which I was worried about because in Haiti, that's quite a risk. Um, right. So I so I got a ten pound insurance. Uh, it, you know, it's like is nothing really, but it was really right the most fantastic thing to help me, well, to survive because I, you know, I got run over um, and then, well, as you'll see in the book, unbelievably, my dad and brother on the first flight over to come get me and they right. they did find me in a public hospital in the Dominican Republic, and they they thought, God, you know, he he's not going to survive this if we don't get him some proper healthcare, you know, to a good hospital. And they were looking for absolutely my insurance documents, and they found a scrap of paper. 
with some reference on it and then phoned my mum and sister who were back in England and then as they were looking for other hospitals to take me they decided on where they were going to transfer me literally right as they were putting me in the ambulance to to move me my dad's uh, phone rang and it was the insurance guy who was actually based in Miami mm. and he said you know if this was my son i would want this guy you know to care for it in this hospital I had to fight for the insurance company to, to pay for it. So, so go for it. Take him here. So the last minute, the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the hospital was changed and I got right. taken to a place with very good care, very good hospital, very good doctor. And then they flew me back to England, still in a coma, back to the, the NHS, mm. um, which, well, well, which is, you know, is what, what is the, you know, the system in Britain. Um, but it was wonderful right. how, you know, Ten pound save save my life, really. Oh, it certainly did. My goodness, I mean, uh, such a wise move to uh, to opt for the the ten pound uh, coverage uh, for your travel. And you know, it's amazing how small, or what appears to us as small, very insignificant uh, changes and adjustments and tweaks really are significant. They have a huge impact. Uh, we just don't have that crystal ball to tell like down the line, how big of an impact a small decision like that would make, like to, to, to opt for the, the 10 pound, uh, insurance. So that, that was a huge move. Yeah, it saved your definitely. life. Would I mean, accurate? I think, I think the insurance company, I mean, I paid 10 pound insurance. I think they spent ninety thousand pounds on my care and my my air ambulance mm -hmm. back to England while I was still in a coma. Gotcha. So, Ben, what exactly was the prognosis uh, that you were given um, by the doctors? Uh, well, the the doctor in the Dominican Republic said, you know. He, he will, he's, he's not paralyzed. He will walk again. He needs, he, he's going to need your support mm -hmm. talking to my family. And he, you know, the one thing you have to remember is just always follow the patient. And I think that was the advice that you know, really was fantastic advice and allowed my parents to um, 
kind of to to look after me when I came out of hospital and follow you know the wishes and the aims that I had which wouldn't have happened otherwise it allowed me to take take the road towards recovery um you know mm-hmm. the uh the local doctors and nurses were didn't advise um which i i talk about mm-hmm. in my in my ted talk that you know you just always have to follow the patient put them in control of of you know their recovery right i tell you what man and and i'm so glad you mentioned that ben i mean this is absolutely extraordinary because um that was one of the questions that i had for you uh, uh regarding the ted talk that you gave uh, yeah. that that's titled follow the patient based on that title ben um what was the key thing that you wanted the listeners to learn what was it to 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 follow uh you know the the patient in terms of uh what direction they're headed uh what direction um, they yeah, want to head it, in towards recovery it was basically that you know well whenever a person or you know or a community whatever is in crisis you have to let them mm-hmm. you have to follow their lead so you know if it's a a patient or a person you have to facilitate their their own journey to recovery which whatever it is you know i got you that makes all kinds of sense and i never thought of it in that perspective when we have loved ones who are hurt or in the hospital or or injured and 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 have to go through recovery yeah yeah that's i mean it, has to, be, it yeah. has to be based on their wishes and the direction they want to take and you've the you know you, mm-hmm. as the people around them they've got to facilitate their wishes so that their recovery can be based on their own frame of mind and and what they want to achieve and do i see that well that makes perfect sense um now ben for our listeners um can you Briefly describe uh, the Ben Clinch uh, before the accident. I was very determined, and I knew where I was going to go and what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very diplomatic as well. Right. Um, and, you know, quite mm-hmm. a quiet, clever person. Um, and... Yeah, my my recovery certainly brought out different sides to me, because of my frustration about mm-hmm. trying to be that person again. You know, um, 
Yeah, and it was a lot about absolutely me wanting to be the old Ben that that there was before I had the uh, you know the accident happened. Uh, man, Ben, I tell you, I mean, I understand that everyone's struggles are are relative, and yeah. and and they're very real, you know, for for people. Um, so I would never diminish anyone's despair because it's all relative, right? But my goodness, I mean, just hearing hearing what you've shared thus far, uh, to me, that should motivate any person to get up, brush themselves off, and get back in the game. Uh, although, you know, I won't diminish the fact that the reality of getting yeah, back in the definitely. game I mean, um, can be a tough road. Wouldn't you uh, agree? It, it, it can be as... It is a tough road in whatever way you look at it. Um, mm. But I think it's the decision to get on that road that is, that's the thing that means that you right. always have to follow the patient, you know? It, it, it's, um, it would be too easy, uh, you know, after, for, well, for me, for example, after the accident, say, God, I don't want to do that again. You know, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a victim. Um, but, but I was quite adamant that it, mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna do that. I was gonna pick up where, where I left off. Um, and, and of course, the reality of that is, well, was very much, uh, diminished because of, uh, because of the mental state I was in. And, uh, I wasn't able to do the same kinds of things. Right. As a result, um, which, uh, I, uh, well, I mean, it, it's different. It is different, but I wouldn't say it's uh, less justified. It's just, I suppose, it's my altered sense of uh, capabilities and, and being, uh, and the reality of it. You know, I'm I am not the same person as I was right. before. Things are different. I'm slow. I'm not as on the ball as I used to be. I don't have um, the same skills in terms of uh, I used to be a a, a researcher Mm -hmm. for development, for international development. But for that, I had to work very hard and very quickly to the tasks that were given to me. And now I I can still get the results, mm-hmm. but I'm much better at, at discussing and talking to people, not, not as good at writing. Um, 
academic right. text because my well, I can't type in the same way. Uh, things are a lot harder to to write down in a snappy format. Um, but there, I mean, there there are other things that I would never have done right. before. As I say in my TED talk, you know, the old the old Ben would not have stood on a stage and mm -hmm. done a speech to fifteen hundred people as I did do last month, you know. So, so there are massive changes. They're not diminished changes. They're just Mm -hmm. They they ju they're just different, you know. I I express myself differently, and I'm quite happy to right. well to share, you know, what I've been through. Like like doing this podcast, I would never have done this before my accident, but I'm I'm quite happy to now and quite pleased to be able to to do it and to hopefully give um some learning and and well learning from my experience to other people who might need to hear it for sure 100 percent. yeah and and thank you for that thank you for your willingness to uh to share uh your experiences um um, there's, there's a degree of vulnerability that, uh, you must make of yourself when sharing this experience. And, and, and I don't, I don't take that lightly at all. My listeners don't take that lightly at all. And, uh, and there's power as well behind, uh, being vulnerable. And I know for sure that there is someone listening out there right now to your story. Uh, to to your journey uh, that that this touches them this uh, resonates with them they may be going through something similar and we want these people to know that they they are not they're not alone um, so Ben what would be one of the key things that you have learned on your journey thus far and I, I guess the key thing is to to be very open and to, you know, willingly accept other people's help. Yeah. Um, I mean, there has been so many people who have right. helped me achieve what I have achieved. And there have been a, a number of people like yourself, for example, um mm -hmm. who who want to want to talk to me about it and express the, mm -hmm. you know, what I have been through um which I'm quite happy to to talk about because well because I think it is so valuable mm -hmm. um to other people who are going through difficult times and it's just to say that they they won't stay like that. I mean 
everyone goes through difficult times. Um, but it's not, doesn't mean things don't get better. It's just an obstacle you come up against in mm-hmm. life. And if you keep going forward, you'll get over it or, you know, you'll, you'll move past it. So it, it won't be a, it won't be a brick wall that you can't get past. No, absolutely, for sure. And, you know, it's, it's, it's quite interesting that you said that because, uh, I feel like, uh, I feel like that we are in sync in, uh, in, in, in how we're chatting and, and what we feel, uh, when it comes to how we handle and respond to the struggles and adversities. Because my next question, um, one of my final questions was, um, you know, I'm sure there were some dark times in, in, in your, uh, your road to recovery, uh, up to this point. Um, you know, something as traumatic as this, you know, there's no way to naturally recover without some degree of unwavering optimism. I, at least in my view. So, uh, was, was there something um, that inspired you to have the hope well, and the optimism? Well, in, in my book, my, we, it talks about this, you know, my auntie was here, you know, she, she thought one mm-hmm. earth isn't been awake yet or up, you know, I better see what's happened to him. And at, at that point I was, I was, uh, right. in, in bed just crying and, uh, and she was like, you know, what, what's, what's wrong if you, if you got, a, you know, mm. earache or something? And my response was like, no, it's not that. It's just, I can't remember my old girlfriend who, who died in the crash. And I was saying that, you know, how could I not remember her? How, I mean, how can mm. I, how can I know that these people are my parents and this is my house? And yeah, that was a, a particularly low point just because there were so many bits of, of my, of myself, of my brain that were missing. Um, and that, and that was, well, just that was like a whole part of myself that had right. been stripped away from me, and I don't know. There's there there are things like that which were huge obstacles, but I mean, it was also like you just got to keep going because I those see. memories did come back eventually. It just took a long time. Gotcha. Well. uh Ben, I tell you what, man, I, again, really appreciate your time and chatting with me and sharing with our listeners your your journey. Um, for the benefit of our listeners, I just want to, once again, reemphasize to go out to YouTube patient. for Ben Clinch's TEDx Talk. Follow the patient. Do a search on TEDx Brighton. Follow the patient is the title of of Ben's TEDx talk and listen to it. Watch it. 
okay, and and feel it because you are truly taken back to his situation that he was going through in his life uh, through your mind's eye as you listen um, to how descriptively uh, uh, Ben articulates uh, the story, his journey. Uh, also, look on Amazon for his book, Ben Again, where he talks in detail about about the struggles, about the the tragedy and the trauma that he uh, that he has gone through and what his family has gone through and so forth, as well as lessons learned and ways that he just kept the determination to accomplish great things in spite of what other people said based off the brain damage and the extraordinary things that he has accomplished, such as getting that second master's degree and uh, and having the TED talk and running the marathon. So check out the book and the video on YouTube and Amazon respectfully. That is Ben again for the book and follow the patient for his TEDx Brighton talk. Ben, I can't tell you how absolutely delighted uh, it has been for chatting with you and learning more about you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and, and the road that you have traveled thus far. We greatly appreciate it and are humbled by your willingness to share this with us. And for those of you listening out there, thank you for tuning in to The Road to Rediscovery. Please remember to view, uh, subscribe the podcast, and uh, leave some feedback. I want to make this an ever better experience for everyone who listens and I can only do that with your constructive feedback. So thank you so much, everyone. Until next time, we'll chat again on The Road to Rediscovery.